VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm It's not too late for Jeff Saturday to win Coach of the Year. Welcome to a Kirk Duggins edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles fan, Daniel Hardigan. I had my first hat throw of the year yesterday watching Monday Night Football. First time all season. Can we so say nice. juggernaut? <laughs> I think we can. Not in 2022. Oh man, I've you know I was told <laughs> I was told that losing was actually good, so I hope everybody's right about that. Uh, with us, as always, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, how's your weekend? Oh, it was fine. Quick beating of the Jaguars, then you know smoked a couple of joints, sat around the house, thought about how we beat the Jaguars, felt great about it, and then watched the Eagles lose. Yeah, great weekend. Um, hey. I see we got Washington Commanders fan Jamel Johnson in the house. Jamel, just say what you got to say. Talk your shit. Uh, here's what I'll say. Um, I've officially decided to take command. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to apologize to uh, everybody who I told I wasn't going to ever take command. I was wrong. Uh, crab chips on me when I get back home. Good to see everybody. Boy, I love podcasting. Uh, well, this morning I put on the Tom Petty song, uh, even the losers get lucky sometimes. So I'll just leave it at that. Hey, joining the show today with a very funny comedian, actress, and Vikings fan is what I've been told. <coughs> Alice Wetterland. What's up, Alice? Go Vikes. <laughs> Go Vikes. Go Vikes. Yeah. Skull. This is our year. Skull. Do you, have you done a Skull chant before? I, when do I not do one? When am I not doing a Skull champ? A, sc- <laughs> a skull chant. Sorry. I'm I, the skull I champ. also do a skull champ, which mm. is when I take my infant son and I bless him with the blood of the Viking, which we just use uh, canned cheese for that. It worked. All right. Um, yeah. Hi. I guess I'm a Vikings fan. I'm Alice Wetterland. <laughs> Alice- I'm from Minnesota. But. Yeah, I was going to say, talk to us about your, your Vikings fandom, that journey. Were you Briefly, born into it? No. Like, okay. I mean, we just hated Green Bay, but like that was the extent. I'm a baseball person through and through. I grew up being a Twins fan from like, because we I lived near the Metrodome. <laughs> um, and when we, when I was growing up in Minneapolis, like, we were like, it's cool. The Metrodome's cool because it's inflatable. And then you go to other cities and you're like, oh, it's not good. <laughs> it's like a horrible design. Um, but yeah, we didn't uh, pay attention to football until I was in like past college and I was in New York and Danny watched football. Yeah. And I was friends with Danny and a bunch of his friends and Zach Sims and like we'd all hang out. So I was like, I guess I'd pick a team. And then I found, <laughs> I went to a thrift store and I found a Vikings like a vikings like uh sweatshirt that i liked so i was like i guess this works (laughs) 
anyway, so I, I was like, I'm cute. I'm a Vikings fan. And also, I do like the game. I love, I mean, it's of, of back and forth ball. It's my favorite kind. I mean, I, I you know, I enjoy basketball, um, hate tennis, hate tennis. Uh, uh, tennis rules. I like, I like hockey. I didn't know you were up here. My boyfriend is very athletic and plays tennis constantly. And then when he's not playing tennis, he's talking about playing tennis. So that's why I hate tennis. Your least favorite back and forth ball game, yeah. which I think is it's a great a, way to think of these things. That's really good. Because baseball is not back and forth ball. Right? No, it's nothing ball. Nothing happens. It's nothing. It's waiting ball. It's waiting. Is it? it? Yeah. It's There's no athleticism whatsoever. It's mostly mind games. Unless you're like Mookie Betts. There's like very little. So it, I love I love baseball. It's a different thing. I get it. It's a different thing. But I really... I enjoy watching the sport of football, but, uh, you know, their heads, they're, they're, they're little noggins. Well, let's, let's get into this thing. Let's start the show the way we always do by talking about what we hated about watching football this past week. Danny, I don't know what you're going to pull from this. This is, <laughs> you're gonna have to pull a rabbit out of that. What did you hate about watching football? last Honest, week? Honestly, you will, you'll never guess what it is. Because I, you know, I, I like to go macro. I like to think of the big issues. This is not that. I, what I hated this week, I hated the Fox promos for the Fablemans. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Usually when they do a movie promo on, on an NFL broadcast, it's an action movie. That's who their fans are. That's what you'd think you'd see. That's why they got that manly action movie <laughs> announcer guy to do all the ads. So you get like Fox NFL Sunday is presented by Red Notice or John Wick <laughs> Parabellum, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. This time, though, it was the Fablemans. <laughs> it's just like I know it's a big movie and Spielberg and all that, but you hear that voice saying the Fablemans like that. <laughs> and you can just picture tens of thousands of lathered up football fans at home being like, fucking jews you know like Uh you just feel them react when he says that i'm terrified i like have some perspective with the way things are right now like Chappelle's on saturday night live basically being like kanye wasn't that wrong yeah like the last thing we need is more attention from an insurrection (laughs) leaning crowd like you get on fox nfl sunday (laughs) the last thing we jews want is a spotlight on us unless you're trying to make me a star. That's the only spotlight we Jews like. Make me a star or leave me alone. Yeah. The Fablemans. Hey, so the premise on Wikipedia, here, here's the premise for the Fablemans. Uh, growing up in post-World War II era Arizona, hmm. he, he escaped to Arizona, young Sammy Fableman aspires to become a filmmaker as he reaches adolescence, but soon discovers a shattering family secret. And explores how the power of film can help him seek the truth. Okay. Now, are you ready for some football? <laughs> Look, it's man. Like it's... A young Sammy Fableman learns how to control your media. Here's football. <laughs> like, what? That's what they want. Why is that? That's what they hear. Yeah. It's Satanism. <laughs> Satanism and microchips and all that. All the conspiracy theories that Carrie Lake was going to get rid of had she become the president of Arizona. Uh, Arizona's got their own president. Yeah. You didn't hear. I'm just catching up. I got to watch Fableman's first. Then I'll get next up on week. That. The promo is going to be 
Tar. <laughs> NFL Lydia Sunday. Tar. Movie. Brought to you by a she psychosexual a thriller. <laughs> she was the composer and she wore the pants. <laughs> Most of it's in German. Tar. Hey, football fans, if you can name two Kate Blanchett movies, yeah. you could win a, all of Terry Bradshaw's money. Yeah. You could name <laughs> two oh God, Kate so Blanchett on the movies. Line. <laughs> Fox NFL Sunday has tied in with A24 for their coming oh slate. Uh, okay. Hey, Alice, what did you hate about watching football this week? I didn't. I loved all mm. of it because I just had to watch 10 minutes of it this morning. Sorry. Um, it's been great for me. I got to, I, I like feel it's really Christmassy right now. Is anybody else getting that real holiday oh, vibes? Yeah. Thanksgiving is coming up. There's a lot of ads. Can you hear this? How about this? This holiday season, come on down to Lowe's. Check out all the gifts we have for everybody that you know. Just don't go to aisle five because it's, Something's going on there that we don't know what it is. Anyway, come on down to Lowe's. A guy farted in Al 5 and he won't leave. He's just standing in it. I'm doing this bit on my podcast where I have like, where I do a commercial every few like segments for Lowe's where there's this like, this thing going on in aisle seven that like they can't really figure out. and like People are just disappearing into a vortex but they still have to do the ads. So. I mean, that's definitely what happens at Harbor Freight. Yeah, man. You'll definitely, you'll definitely disappear in that motherfucker. So. I not think... far off. Oh, you're not an Anna Walt Lumber guy? Mm. <laughs> I like to think that it's like some sort of parallel to what it feels like to get a concussion. In football, you wander into aisle five and you just disappear. I, I would get a concussion so quickly in football just from being there. I feel like... You guys know Courtney Carwell, right? Courtney is like yeah. really prone to concussions for some reason. Like they pile up. She just gets them really easily. And I, I feel like I'm like that. <laughs> I, I feel like I would just walk onto the field and be like, oh, I dropped. And then like picking something up would just immediately, without like a, a, a swift breeze would give me a concussion. No, it's true. Courtney, I, got, I bought Courtney a fitted hat. She had a concussion. She tried on the hat. <laughs> oh, no. She's like and a flat the second, brim. Yeah. The second you get the concussion, the, the music drop, the cue plays, commercial yeah. <laughs> starts. Holiday land. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love concussions because it's the best way to visit the elves. <laughs> um, well, I'm glad you had a nice time watching football this week. Your team's very good. It's an exciting time to be a Vikings fan. I, yeah, that was an incredible. That was an incredible game. And say. do you have any feelings? Because I know I sent you a sort of a, a cache of info on a the tranche. Vikings as they are a tranche, if you will, uh, and. Kirk Cousins, if you happen to do any more research about Kirk Cousins beyond just the basics that I gave you, which is that he was anti-vax and loves the band Creed. Yeah. Um, but even just based on those two facts, what do you feel is the future of the Vikings with Kirk Cousins at quarterback? Oof. Well, I watched the videos of him enjoying being covered in jewelry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, he's uh he's not like 
uh, let me think. Who's the person that Giselle Mar- is married to? And I'm Tom sorry. Brady. I'm so sorry, you guys. I know this is a football <laughs> forward podcast. And then I'm coming in here all, what's a mm-hmm. sack? You know, but I promise it's worth it because you know how, um, yeah, uh, Giselle's husband, I already forgot his name. <laughs> Tom Brady. The penguin like, from Batman. I think yeah. Like, It seems like he's like Tom Brady. He has Tom Brady vibes where he's like, not really got a lot going on upstairs, but Tom Brady has this like villain quality Mm -hmm. where it's like, he's just like, why are you a weirdly ambitious quarterback? Like he thinks being a quarterback is some sort of political aspiration. And it's like, it's just the the player that does this stuff on this thing. It's not like you're then, oh, after being a quarterback, I can definitely see myself running the CIA. It's like, you don't have the qualifications. It feels like Tom Brady's going to take over. But it doesn't feel like um, Cousins is like that. He's sort of just like a simple man with simple views that are wrong. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, as (laughs) as a Christian NFL player, you would imagine they would be. Well, it's an look, interesting year for Kirk. This is the first year he's had the respect of his black teammates mm-hmm. since what? Is it respect? 20, 2014. I think it's a version of respect. It's a, it's it. mostly making fun of him, but it is a kind of respect because it doesn't end with him getting hit or robbed. That's what I thought was like it when I when I watch the video over and over again, it does seem and I do. It does seem like it's really <laughs> riding that razor's edge of making fun of him. I don't know if I don't know if that's how it started because they did the chains thing to Patrick Peterson also, I think, or they did it to another player that like was the MVP of the game and now they're pretending like, no, it's an honor that we bestow upon somebody who kills it during the game. But it originated with Kirk Cousins on the plane and that clearly was meant to make fun of a guy who would never wear a chain or let alone 12 chains let alone be shirtless with his actually surprisingly pronounced abdominal muscles come on he's ripped up so i mean yeah he's he's the kind of ripped where you've already dismissed the guy and then you see him with his shirt off and you're like oh maybe this is a reason to look and then you see it and you're just like nope really not doing it so, so then, I, to me, it felt like it was like when the librarian takes her hair down, throws the glasses off, and you're like, "Whoa!" It was kind of there. The you thought. are, and then she's like, "Shh, we're still yeah. in the library." You're like, "Whoa, Mrs. Chunkfield is sexy." Did you say Jugfield? Chunkfield. 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 <laughs> but you know, they it's the all of a sudden. You realize you've been horny for this person the entire time. I thought maybe that would be a reaction to Kirk Cousins, but I'm glad to hear it's not. No, he looked, because there's too much vulnerability in that moment, in those videos. You can tell that this person has um, a very flinching attitude towards his teammates who uh, maybe constantly dunk on him and abuse him. And he's just happy to be receiving non-negative attention of any kind. And he's sort of drunk. You know what I mean? It, it, it's like it's giving abused puppy. You know, this is what I'm saying. This yeah. like this is Kirk at the height of the his career. Yeah, it was it was looking nothing like this the last year, the year before that. Stefan Diggs. 
I, I think Stefan Diggs tried to hit him with his car in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. ultimate revenge for Kirk Cousins over Stefan Diggs, Diggs in this game. Gets the W, knocks the Bills way down in the power rankings and all that. Vikings flying high. Kirk Cousins is, I mean, if ever there was a time to, you know, take two milligrams of an edible and go to a Creed outdoor show. <laughs> Now's the time. Just do you nibble, nibble the risky. ear. That's the risky ear off a, off a gummy bear. Just yeah, one just, ear of a gummy. And thinking of his political beliefs, like, I guess it's, it's pretty dark to say this, but we do have people like Kirk Cousins to thank for their promotion of the anti-vax theory. Because, you know, it killed off enough for those uh, pesky red state voters. We won the midterms, baby. Thanks to mass death. Which is what they predicted we would do the whole time. Yeah. And we kept saying, you should get vaccinated so you don't die, so you can still beat us. We said that to them. Mm-hmm. We were like, come on, you hate us. Get it because you hate us. Guess you don't hate us enough. Better start hating us more. The Fable Jamel. <laughs> The Fable Jamel, what did you hate about watching football this week? I hated that my stupid team won. Like, Don't apologize. No, 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 because we shouldn't have won that game, man. It was wrong how we won. No, it was it the goofy. It was the goofiest win of the season. Uh, it involved a, a a non-call on a guy who got his his neck ripped out of his uh, shoulder, like on some Mortal Kombat shit. Possibly like, out for the season. Dallas possibly Cotter. out for the season. It's just it was just done. And then Heineke Heineke faking a knee on the ground. It was just like the shit was parlor tricks, man. But the real problem is I loved every fucking second of it. It was beautiful. I came, I was so fucking happy. I'm on this show wearing all of my commander's gear. I got fucking commander's socks. I got commander's, um, I got a garter belt. I got a commander's. <laughs> commander's I got a commander's, commander's bustier on That's, right now. I'm wearing commander's eyeliner. It's fun like, to picture. Shit is, that you've got all just nothing but lingerie under all of your yeah. dreams. Come on, man. I went to Fredericks of Hollywood. <laughs> I went to I went to the Fredericks of Southeast DC and I got a bunch of commander's lingerie from Anacostia. There's and I'm wearing a pretty successful lingerie company called Commando. Really? Ooh. So you could actually just make this Go Commando. reality. Okay. Energy. It's time Go for commando. some some cross. Some product placement. All right. Look, I loved it. I've been talking shit to all my Eagle fan friends because the, the Eagles were like, I know they all wanted to go 17 and 0 and win the Super Bowl. And like, they thought they were a team so good that they could uh, overcome a, a, a all powerful curse and win every game for the next 10 years. And then we beat them on some bullshit on Monday night. It was incredible. The problem is, I know that every game that we win, empowers Dan Snyder more to never sell the team because every time the commanders win a football game, he makes a half a billion dollars. I don't understand how football works exactly, but I've seen the receipts. I've seen the man's PayPal. I know his Venmo uh, (laughs) passwords. You know what I'm saying? I've seen the numbers, bro. Every time he wins uh, a, a whole street full of people in Tennessee buy new hats and shit. It's like, and he's and the only time he feels pressure to sell the team is when the team is really bad. Mm-hmm. The only way he's actually going to sell the team is if they go zero and seventeen. 
but it's happening, uh, right? I mean, you get they got they got the bankers out there. You know, there's nah, there's but then they, then we but then we uh, beat the Eagles uh, on Monday night. Have you heard from the bankers since? That just makes Jeff Bezos' price go up. You know, that just he's gonna get in there. He just needs to get another famous person to jump in on his ownership group with him. He's got Jay Z and uh, McConaughey. Uh, McConaughey. Listen, man, I've seen big... this before. I've seen all types of dog. They Come need on, man. Content. Yeah, get yes. Kate Blanchett to throw in I was 20 there. mil. I was in D.C. when Wanda Sykes and uh, the guy from Ben's Chili Bowl tried to put a bid together by the team, okay? I was there, and I th- I saw the energy. People thought it was close. It was never close, dog. In 2019, we went 3-13. and 13. That offseason, my mom was talking about boycotting the team. How dare this man own this team? How dare he sink my beloved franchise the next year we won four more games and my mom started fucking uh a victim blaming the cheerleaders for <laughs> getting the pictures taken she's like maybe what are the cheerleaders doing dressed like that <laughs> if they don't want video all it took was four more wins we didn't even go over 500 dog oh my god He, they Every dress like win. that because Snyder makes them, right? He's forcing oh, them. Oh, for sure. To, yeah. So I mean, obviously, I, a- I saw the C-SPAN. I saw the depositions. Listen. Anyway, the point is, every time we win, he's going to keep the team for ten more years. Oof. We have to stop winning, despite how much I love it. Yeah. And- well, maybe he gets really actually cut. Like, doesn't he actually suffer consequences at a certain point? No lawsuit. No, never. It okay. seems like once you, and I don't know if you know seems this, like never, but maybe. once you get rich enough, nothing bad can ever happen to you. Mm. Well, a bad that's true. article can come out every few weeks, but oh, that doesn't do seem to do anything. Hurt, but then you just go on SNL. That's right. They'll just ask you to host. <laughs> we'll just ask you to host. Clear the air. Uh, yeah, Dave Snyder does 10 minutes and it's over. I'm wrapping my hate into Jamel's hate. Obviously, the Commanders ruined the Eagles' perfect season. Uh, very unexpected. Jamel touched on some of the the shoddy calls or non-calls. And it's something that only happens in football, which is what I truly hated. It's when a team gets rewarded for losing a play. And you don't really see it any in any other sport. Like in basketball, you can't miss a shot. But then the ref decides it was really worth three points just at their own behest. Like, and we know, Danny, we've, we've complained about the refs for, for years. You guys have, we've all been the victim of terrible calls. Um, it's just. Take a, Take a breath. Yeah. The result is finalized. And then you get the texts. Half the texts are, I'm sorry. Like a family member has died from mm. people who empathize with the pain that they know that you're going through. And then the other half are just people rubbing it in. And it's just, you know, LMAO laughing, crying emojis. Just those emojis are specifically annoying when something bad happens to you. They are. And like, it's just like, it's crying and tilted and the face is all. No matter what you do, those, those stupid faces are always going to be having a good time. (laughs) Oh, it's like, I don't know. They got to me. They finally got to me last night. One of those faces, I can't, I'll have to send, <laughs> I'll follow up. <laughs> was There's it Goog- one in particular that really pissed me off. Googly eyes, tongue out guy. Which yeah. was not sent by me, dude. I did not involve <laughs> you in any of that because I knew you were going through it, man. I think we actually, on our text thread, had a scholarly discussion about what I do too. Place. We've come a long way. 
We're journalists, fool. We're not <laughs> That's fans. That's, that's a good point. It's true. That's what this is. If NPR had a football podcast, this would be it. Yeah, as I roll a joint mid-show. <laughs> <laughs> that's just well, tradition. Yeah, it's true. You know, I, I I realized actually, like, if I felt like sporty about if I like, I guess my football is Andor, the, <laughs> the Star Wars show. <laughs> I just found out that there's not two more episodes, and I feel maybe that's like kind of like my team losing and not going to the Super Bowl. Because it's like I the butt thought, fumble. I thought there was two more weeks of Andor. And no, now I find out there's not. And it's the the mood in my house has been very And then imagine if people are sending you laughing, yeah. crying emojis. Exactly. Because but they you. know you're hurt by this. Yeah. LMAO. Yeah. Should have thought of that before you became an Andor fan, bitch. Exactly. Like, yeah, people oh, send you man, it sucks. People uh, sending you Rogue One highlights. Yeah. Oof. You know everybody dies, right? Yeah. And you're like, yes. You, everybody dies, including you. We all do. Oh, that was um, that sound was crazy. Okay. Let's uh, let's move on. Let's pitch a new NFL program. Danny came up with a genius slant for this week's game. We all know salute to service. We're all aware of <laughs> breast cancer awareness month. Uh, we have seen Porla Colchora, which is the Sp- the Latino outreach program. So the NFL is constantly taking up causes and uh, whether they're genuine or not, they do it anyway. Danny, do you have a cause? Do you want to expand on what we're talking about here? Where are you at? Yeah, no, I think you, you nailed it. I think we just, we've seen all these this, this month is salute to service. They're going heavy on the military stuff. I thought, you know, what other outreach could the NFL be doing? And this one is in honor of longtime friend Alice Wetterlin being on the show, uh, fellow sci-fi fan. So Dan brought up Salute to Service. On its face, it's a good thing, but it does feel like more of a nod to the right wing, given how at times the military hasn't lived up to his ideals, you know, bombing kids and torture and so forth. But it made me think of an institution that is very similar, but far more enlightened, the United Federation of Planets. That's right. Star Trek, baby. So my program is called Shields Up, which (laughs) is a brilliant play of words because the NFL logo is also known as the Shield. Uh, Mm. It's a program that does outreach to the underserved, upper middle class Star Trek fan communities out there to teach them. Shields Up, red alert. There it is. There it is. That's, That's exactly what we're talking. That energy. Teaching these nerds. Uh, the game of football and its parallel values to the series team mentality doing one's job not crossing into the neutral zone and i think there's a lot that the two groups can gain from one another the trek people can get out and get some exercise we'll organize fat flag football games in the stadiums if they need to cosplay great i'd love to see the kardashians and the bajorans finally hash their shit out on the gridiron And the NFL can learn a lot from Star Trek, like how in the future, no one harasses cheerleaders or beats their wives, and fundamentalist Christianity is understood to be childish. (laughs) So there it is. That's my pitch. Shields up. Get ready to get engaged. (laughs) You'd you'd have to know a lot about Star Trek to get that, but that's another great play on words. (laughs) 
by me. By the great Captain Picard of this show. I'm in. If they do if they do the Star Trek uniforms with Dude, team just, logos on the yeah, on the side piece. I, I I heard that and I was like, whatever, nerd engagement, whatever. But it's definitely the merch for me. Like I'm so yeah. I'm buying all of it. Does this this does this not include Star Wars people? Danny, where do you draw the line? I draw the line right oh there. Star, Tra- <laughs> yeah. Star Wars is for idiots. I got Star Wars is for Disney adults. That's it. Wasn't always this way. I Danny, know. It have used you to seen be for cool kids. Yeah, she's just she's watching Andor right you know, now. I'm a huge I don't Jagger from the get, and I'm I'm telling you, Danny, and Andor is like one of the greatest shows of the last five years. It's so good. It's insane. You're watching it, and you're like. How did Disney make this? Like, how did it even get past the first episode? It's so subversive and rad. Look, I don't, I don't want to watch as many spinoffs as I would need to have to watch to be you able to don't, get you, the base you literally, you literally don't need to know. It doesn't even talk about most shit. It doesn't even like go into. It's its own story. It's totally once there are divorced. cute, cute, fuzzy ears in the picture, I'm out. Yeah. That's, that's true. Star, there are, Star there's Star always got to be. No that's the one thing I regret is like every time you're in Star Wars and you're like people are having like a diplomatic conversation about like the future of the resistance and and you're like okay this is kind of cool and we're building alliances and then like a robot comes in and he's like oh, I have some friends and you're like oh yeah God we have to make an alliance with the Goo Goo Boo Boo ites <laughs> that's literally what the government is it's like a few like Muppets. Running around serious people. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. Star Trek yeah. for life. Um, Alice. Yeah. You have a new NFL program. Yeah. I stumbled on this because I don't really know the vibe of how they do these awareness weeks. Um, and at first I was thinking, what if we did like uh, phonics night? And then it was like they the way that they they used it is they were like we're gonna spell football differently and it's f-u-t tonight and they're just gonna try to trick soccer fans that was one idea and then i was like (laughs) well what if they had like books and then just like a pile of books in the middle of the um field because to promote literacy and then they just ended up like tossing the books around (laughs) i was kind of blanking right and then i came up with it those books are getting burned yeah, because like something would be flammable near the books, and it was always be an accidental book burning. So, but my my favorite idea I came up with, and I do need your help on like figuring out the details. But there's a couple ways this could go. Consent night. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. I think so consent night is really fun. I mean, <laughs> they could play one, like they could do one, like take a a. A, a ceremonial ball that was like not for the game and do a mini game in the middle of the like one of the half times it was like pick uh five from each or whatever side to to participate in consent play and it would the passing of the ball would be just like may i <laughs> <laughs> like and oh like and like the 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 referees could be like if i could interject <laughs> And then it just clicks into place for some fans and they're like, oh, that's the thing. Or I was thinking it'd be really fucking funny if you could do it as like a liberal arts class where the entire stadium gets hushed and they're like doing an HR presentation. Like in this scenario, does 
Darnell feel like Rick is coming on to him. And then you see like in this huge stadium, it's silent and you see like a hand go up and you're like you there with the red hat on and they're like, I think he's uncomfortable. Like it's, just like, <laughs> like, it's so, like, he seems uncomfortable, honestly. <laughs> Consent night. It would be great. I, it would... I feel like I could die. Uh, uh, just a stadium full of 80,000 fans all at the same time, just head slapping like, yes, it's all coming to them. Like, right. You just ask. And then both of you get what you want. Yeah. Like somebody, you hear somebody like a family walking out and the dad and the, and the sons and they're like dazed. And then the, and then the dad like passes the parking ticket to the son. He's like, why don't you pull the car around? Cause women are people. <laughs> Fuck. Like just like just kind of stumbling, you know. <laughs> I have okay. Uh, well, alt title crucial consent also works. Mm, I think I like that too. Crucial, nice. Okay, <laughs> you got to make it intense. For that. You have How? To, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so typically, a tie, which does happen in the NFL a couple times a season, is uh, explained as it's like kissing your sister. How do we teach these people what a tie means in this context? Yeah, like, because that means that's like not fully bad. <laughs> yeah. And, and like they don't realize the self-own there, the incest they've admitted to. They're like, so kissing your sister is, and they're like, oh yeah, it'll do in a pinch. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, dude. Now look, uh, just a disclaimer. It's like, no fans, we don't nope. like ties. Nope. Nobody wants ties anymore. <laughs> Just a quick disclaimer to all the the football fans who are our bread and butter out there listening to this. We don't think all of you are incest Jew-hating Christian psychos. Uh, If you were, why would you be listening to this show? You should have bailed out at least six episodes ago. Poor choice, but there's got to be one. There's got to be one guy who's just like... On my Instagram, people will like, I'll (laughs) say something like, "Uh, you know that the white replacement theory is bullshit, right? And that you can't be racist against white people because that's not what racism is. And there'll be people that come in and go like, Alice, I've been a fan of yours for a long time now. And uh, I just got to say, I wish you'd stick to comedy because this is uh, really offends me. And I'm like, how did you get this far? Like, how have you made it? How have you dodged and wove around every single other thing I've said till now? What? Happens every day, B. People show up it's, every day, B. It's the art of war. Know thy enemy. Know thine enemy. People listen to pick up on cues to poke holes in arguments. I don't fucking know. Jamel, do you have an NFL program you want to pitch? It's funny you mentioned the white replacement theory, Alice. My program is white awareness. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's time to go. They're going to go into inner cities and just make minority groups aware that there are different kinds of white people. I think this is a big problem that the NFL could solve. They're going to explain Europe to a lot of different people. And they're going to say, Hey, they're different white. Look how, look how their hairlines aren't the same. You know, (laughs) there's going to be a lot of different white people, hairline displays. Uh, The end zones are going to say words like howdy. And uh, please don't ask me who I voted for. I think these are possible end zone captions that we could have 
I think we're going to get, we could get like the please don't destroy guys to make some sketches for everybody, get everybody involved. They're going to add green bean casserole to the concession stands. Finally. Oh God, And there's like, uh, there's like ways to identify different types of whites, like from mannerisms, from like maybe distance. You could have a game where it's like, it, like figure oh. out what kind of white this is from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you don't have to get too close. Precisely. And then the merch, you know, it's going to be a lot of quarter zips. They already make quarter zips, but these are going to be like even more, <laughs> even more quarter. I, I have a, a question. Zip. Yeah. I, I have a question because I've long struggled with Travis Kelsey's black scent. And I just kind of want to know, like, what is, because this is a great question, I think, for White Awareness Week for people to kind of get a common ground on what's allowed. Is it okay for a white receiver or even just football player in general to throw out the black scent if it's in the name of team brotherhood and camaraderie and not just... Uh, If you are a receiver, definitely. Linemen, no. Coaches, no. Receiver, yes. Uh, Defensive back, which doesn't exist, but yes. Uh, And I think we should also... They're probably going to have... Travis Kelsey do like uh he's gonna give like a little pregame speech with the black scent on explaining that he is actually white. I think a lot of people might not even know. He's gonna be what's good, what's good, Chiefs fans. Yes, I am a white man. Let's enjoy some football. You think there's welcome some to w- welcome to white awareness, uh, poor la blanca, poor la blancos. <laughs> That's the our phrase is gonna be poor la blancos. Oh, I just saw Jack Harlow just got three Grammy nominations, so I think this the month has begun. You know how they do the different color stripes for intercept cancer? It's just gonna be like different beiges, different light, <laughs> slight Egg beiges, fruit. light Egg pinks. Shell. Yeah, yeah. Champagne. <laughs> oh, I know all the I know all the beiges. All you can get lights. me consulting on that. Come on. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's again, every time, but the merch, <laughs> the merch, it's important. And don't they want to make money from at least the people that they're trying to pretend? That's the whole reason to try to get a new audience is to get their money. So just sell Star Trek stuff, you know? Dude, they're already going to Munich. They're going to, they're going to start going to, um, you know, Leningrad, uh, uh, Kosovo, uh, the Maldives. There's some whites out there. They're doing outreach in the Maldives. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next, we're going to go do a, a charity walk in St. Barth's. <laughs> uh, All right. Let my I, quickly mine. Not not as groundbreaking as as any of your guys's, but uh, just. Backup quarterback awareness. Hmm. I think um, not. An, I don't know these people's names, but sometimes <laughs> they're problem. thrust into our lives mm-hmm. and we can't help it. This Cardinals Rams game, all of a sudden it's Colt McCoy versus John Wolford. Uh, I don't think we had any idea this was going to happen, but it did. And it made me start thinking about backups and just backups in general and why we should bring awareness to it. Like backups deserve their moment in the sun. Think about the spare tire that you have. It's there for you. It's ready. That second hard drive that has all your shit on it, you know, from your 20s. 
all the pictures and videos you made that you'll never look at again, but it's there. You got a backup pair of underwear, a spare key. Shout out to the spare key. Thank you for being hidden for all that time, just knowing your role. This activity other- can actually work. Like, I don't, um, I don't think that you need to keep listing things that are backups for us to understand the concept. <laughs> I still want to need I, Wait, so there's two. No, but like, think about generator. This. Like, okay, sorry. Halftime show, and then there's just like a photo goes up on the jumbotron of, of a portrait of a man. And nobody really recognizes this John Wilford person. And it's like, it's a little video documentary about him. And it's like, his journey, you know, his journey. Yeah. And it's sort of prestige TV. It's kind of, it's kind of more dramatic than it needs to be. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, everything's a big struggle. And, um, every, at, at every like video spot ends with this guy being like, it hasn't been my day yet. I'm still looking forward. And I'm going to keep looking forward. You know what I mean? Like just this thing, like to the future. Maybe. I love the backup QB talk. All I can do is just be ready for when my <laughs> day comes, if it ever comes. Yeah. I you just know, have to prepare for war and battle, but I usually won't be relied upon ever. It is fun to try to shame the fans by showing a picture of the backup quarterback and being like, who's this? And nobody knows. And then it's like, it's your backup quarterback. <laughs> You piece of shit. How can you not know sh- fucking sh- Skylar Thompson? Yeah. It feels like they should be. This is Shakespearean. It does feel like this person should be coming in with like a skull in their hand, like a last poor Yorick-ing themselves across the field. You know, it does feel like there's something so theatrical about this. And as we all know, these people determine the fates of our seasons more often than they don't. Jamel's dumb backup just beat my team last night. That's a bat. Heineke doesn't start. Well, he's and more of a one B, I'd say. I don't know, man. Carson Wentz. We knew Carson Wentz was really not going to finish. What this if season. you had the alternate backup, both backup quarterbacks from both teams come out and they roast each other? And that's a good way for each team to get to know them. And Tyrod Taylor and Gardner Minshew stand at midfield. Yes. And the winner gets uh, the ball first. Yeah, the winner gets the ball first. Instead of a coin toss. But it's it's like, this is all backstory. So we get to see the vibe of the person. You know, are they high energy? Are they low energy? You know what I mean? What is their story like? Because we're going to find out from the opponent because he's going to drag them for it. Right. And during the draft process... You try to look at the quarterback traits that a player might have if you're drafting yeah. him as a backup, but you also want to know if they're good at slamming. Exactly. Other, how you know. like how fast is the dunk? Yeah. How quippy? You know what I mean? Do they are they can are they can they perform under pressure both on the field and yeah. verbally? This guy just isn't a double snaps quarterback. He's you know <laughs> he's tops to one That's snap. So good. Um, Alice, thank you for joining the show. Where can we find you this season? If we um, want to follow your journey, here's some more. Obviously, the seven new, pitches. Obviously, the you can find me at the North Pole. You can find me at Santa's workshop. <laughs> Front of house, by the way. Um, I'm on Twitter still for a while, however long that lasts. Um, Instagram, although to Mastodon. Yeah, I'm on Mastodon, Alice Wetterland at I dot cm oh. um or ic.m i put it on my twitter so you can find it there 
And I'm on Instagram, but I'm shadow banned right now for my hate speech against white people. <laughs> Fair you know what happens? I got they got me on TikTok for that. And I keep telling them it's not a thing. You can't do hate speech anyway. But they uh, don't seem to. I had to speak with Roger Goodell. I had to have a meeting with Roger Goodell after they banned me from TikTok. And he explained Who's Roger to me, Goodell? He's oh, the commissioner boy. of the NFL. Oh, boy. I had to sit down with him and he t- explained to me. Maybe I need to talk to him, too. White people have feelings, especially the men. I, I don't think they do. Okay, anyway. So I'm on and then I have a podcast. I, I have a podcast called Mostly Fans. It's at patreon.com slash Alice Wetterland. And you can become a mostly fan or an extra fan or a giga fan if you're nasty. And then I also have my podcast, Treks in the City, which is comeback. And that's also patreon.com slash Treks in the City. Guys, today's episode of Sorry We Love Football is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. All you got to do is go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink. Spelled like sportsdrink, but without the vowels. All we ask is you close the door behind you. We're not trying to let that funk out. Guys, we're on the Sportsdrink Network. The platform. Andrew Stevens, shout him out. Go give other shows on Sports Drink a chance. Uh, you won't regret it. Let's go, man. Week 11. It's week 11. Dan is so dejected. I have to introduce the picks. Yeah, well, we have to recap the week 10 picks, which uh, Danny and I did, I think, as bad as we've ever done on a particular week. Um, Dumb. We both and went I five picked up and- a game. You, you picked did. up two games. Danny and I went Ooh. five and nine. You went seven and seven. I mean, come um, on. But this is based on him missing the 40 ball? Yes. Yeah, I was. I got a little bit too close to the sun on that one. And I was, I honestly, that Vikings pick was kind of my crown jewel. Everything else was, was yeah. absolute ass from there on. Steelers, I could smell them. I could smell their little butt butt. Ugh. And it smelled good. What a dumb game. Some games don't even need to be played, I think. Yeah, same deal. I'm with you. We punted on the pick on that, and then you know you watch it unfold, and you're like, of course, this is not going to be a Saints win. It's just disgusting. What are the fuck Saints? What are they? I don't know. A bunch of bullshit. But these are the games that I lock in on. You understand me? The games that I lock in on are Packers-Cowboys, which saved my picks week. Because I was the only one to get that right. Uh, Aaron Rodgers activated. Matt LaFleur activated. Lambeau Field activated. Aaron Rodgers' worst haircut. (laughs) Activated. In NFL history, dare I say. I mean, they should have sent his ass to Germany with that haircut. (laughs) Real. Uh, Anyhow. You you did refuse to pick the Giants, so you're still deep in the... the Dumb as hell. On... These NFC. Giants were begging to lose that game. They they didn't even want to win, and the Texans were too dumb to make it happen. They ask any impartial Giants fan, they'll be like, "Yeah, we just fucking sucked that game. We did not deserve to win." That's the story of the Giants' season. Uh, well, we'll get to them. 
Danny still in the lead, 85, 64 and one. Mm. I'm five games behind at 80, 69 and one. And Jamel is only one game behind me at 79, 70 and one. So it's uh it's still anybody's game at this Let's point. Let's go. Let's get into these week eleven picks. Uh the buy let's talk about some buy teams first. Uh Jags on mm. buy, Dolphins on buy, and then the two Germany teams, Seahawks and Bucks, both get a bye week. Uh do we give a shit? Do we do we want to talk about this? Nope. Put them on a uh ice flow and let them sail off. Yeah, I say Dolphins. Enjoy the week. Take it to really think about whether or not Tua can win you a playoff game. I'm scared of you, though. Yeah, to think about how you're in first place and you control shit in the AFC East. They beat the Bills. Yeah. Okay. Thursday night, Titans at Packers. Another game that is just ripping Jamel's heart in two. He's a huge Aaron Rodgers fan, as we all know. But also the Titans are his secondary alternate team since he cannot fully pour himself into the commander's football program. Jamal, how do you approach a game like this? Packers Titans? It's really tough, but I'm rolling with the Titans. It's Titans over Aaron. And it has been for a while. Aaron has done nothing but let me down. He probably got 20,000 people killed in the Midwest. <laughs> which helped I don't with think our, the Titans did that. The midterms. Yeah. It did yeah. help with the midterms, but I, it's, I mean, this game does like this, it, it being on Thursday, anything can happen. No, like this game could just be a special teams battle. And I don't know what the fucking Titans punt team looks like. The Titans, this is how they win. They always have like seven key starters on the bench. Their quarterback usually like goes, 10 for 37 with like a hundred yards and they still win the game. It, I don't, it has to just be good coaching at this point. I mean, I know we haven't heard from the big guy all season long, but I, I have a it's, feeling, it's, keep, you know, it's been a tough year from him. We're, we're going to get something from him soon. I think <laughs> look, the Titans are your toxic friend, you know, who brings you down to their level. And in mm. these games, that's what I saw in the chiefs game. We started playing like them. They just bog you down. They take their problems and they make them your problems. And you you <laughs> feel for them and you want to help. You want to be a good friend. So you keep coming around and trying to help. But there's no helping them. They want you in the muck so they can feel normal. I'm picking the Titans. I would love to know what friend you're talking about, but I'm going with the Titans as well. <laughs> there's like six. Uh, I'm picking the Packers. It's Thursday night at yeah. home. I want to like go back. I'm browsing. Okay. Week 10. I had the Panthers at home. You guys both picked the Falcons. Uh, I am on a roll with these Thursday night games. I don't think I've missed one all season. Okay. I have missed one in week five was the Broncos. Other than that, I'm looking at, I'm a Thursday night maestro specialist. I'm picking the Packers. This is the only time I'm, I've been good picking all season. Uh, it's Green Bay. They beat Dallas. They're at home. They don't have to travel. It's a short week. Titans are hurt all the time. Yeah. You're making okay. some good points, Titans. Mm. Uh, You're making Sunday. some good points, Packers, actually. Bring me bring me back. Whoa. I'm, I'm, while I still have the precious seconds to go back on this, I'm doing it. Ooh. Packers. 
rules. Just that was nick of time because once we moved on to the Sunday game, there's no going back. I know the rules. Uh, okay, Sunday, 10 a.m. Bears at Falcons. Justin Fields lighting the league on fire, loss after loss. It doesn't matter. He somehow his his status keeps going up. His star continues to ascend as they continue to pile up losses. It's actually the perfect storm. They don't need to win. Lose, get good picks, develop fields. It's kind of like... He's kind of good, right? It's great. Come on. exactly what you want. I'm pretty sure I spotted this a few weeks ago. Justin Fields, not ass. No, he's good. He's very good. It does get... Well, say it, because then then I can refute it. What does he have? Nothing. He has no teammates to rely upon whatsoever. For sure. I I do think that this is the kind of quarterback, though, pops up every year who just like blows up for a few weeks, you know, right in the fat part of the season, just starts eating on these shitty teams and then people figure it out. You know, they get wise. Everybody's gotten wise to you thought I thought Lamar would have won based on that MVP season. I thought he would have won every Super Bowl. I really was terrified of that guy. We're figuring that out. If you're saying Fields is like trajectory or ceiling is Lamar Jackson, that is amazing. What a great, (laughs) yeah, great career. I'm just saying, you know, there's it's you pop up, you blow up, and then you become just like, you know, a a top 10 ish quarterback for the rest of your career. It's nice. It's nice to be there. But is he the truth? Is he the guy who's going to, is he winning? Super Bowls in the next he's five years. He's not Patrick Mahomes. God, we know. <laughs> yeah, he's not fucking Patrick Mahomes. All right, but all right we can if move you're on. A Bears, <laughs> if you're a Bears fan, you've been looking for a quarterback since like 1925. Sure. So if this is potent, a guy who's a top 10 potential quarterback, I mean, these guys are creaming their jeans just even hearing us talk about that. They don't even care that they're losing. Later they just like seeing competent quarterback play. Car- exciting Tyler. quarterback play. 10. Point is, I'm picking the Falcons. Yeah, right. Uh, I think I'm also going to pick the Falcons. I like that they're at home. I think you you watch those highlights at uh, at the Mercedes-Benz. Which one is there? Aren't there two Mercedes-Benz domes? I believe there are. This well, because the, the Saints one is, too. Yeah. This is nuts. I'm picking the Falcons. Uh, I'm going Bears here, even though it does seem like they're whole strategy is to play well and lose but that's kind of the falcon strategy too so this is a this is a brutal two teams that don't want to win i'm gonna go with the home team uh okay panthers at ravens look the panthers they showed up last week that was cute that was nice i mean this is a one sentence game this is ravens they're coming off their bye come on it's Baker Mayfield, Raven. by the way. This is a Baker Mayfield game. Yeah, yeah. No, no more needs to be said, Ravens. Yeah. I am Raven. Hear me roar. Um, okay. Browns at Bills. We don't have to keep speculating about it. Deshaun Watson's back on the practice field. I know he's not playing yet, but he has rejoined the team. He is trending towards taking over from Jacoby Brisket. In a few weeks, not that that matters yet. I mean, are you guys worried about the Bills? Is Josh Allen was everybody? Th- that's why I'm glad that we this show, like we have always maintained, Patrick Mahomes is 
on a different level than any other player Bless. in the league, which it's not even just kissing up to Danny. Obviously nobody wants to do that. We, we wish this wasn't the case, but uh, he has the best player. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback because he doesn't do this fucking fluctuation that Josh Allen puts you through where he just ruins games. Yeah. You know, to be honest, not until the playoffs of last, really the, the since we played them last season and then played them again in the playoffs, was I really starting to get actually terrified of the bills, but I was coming into this season. I thought the bills were it and we were going to see like, you know, the most complete team ever, honestly, especially when they beat us. And then, you know, it, it just, it became obvious that they're just like everybody else could lose in, in any moment. And there's that when you find the, the boogeyman under the bed is just a pile of your dad's porno mags that he hid under there. And you realize there's no monster there. You just move on and start fearing other teams at a very low level. And, and you just start to feel confident you can get that one seed. It's a great, great time for me. They're they're just volatile. They're like fucking cryptocurrency. It's just like one week you're like, holy shit, this thing's going to change the way football's played. And then a week later, you're like, it just crashed. We lost everything. And it, I, I can't depend on it. The Bills, it, it's too up and down. So I'm picking them in this game, obviously. But yeah. uh, I think their long-term success is is very much in question right now. I'm taking the Bills. They should probably sit Josh Allen this game. <laughs> I'm taking the Bills, although I really do want to know why Jacoby Brisket feels like an insult. I mean, is it? You're calling him it's not. It's, just, it's fun well, to say. <laughs> do you make it when he says it? It does kind of sound like he's talking about like gas station, like and not outside of the gas station. Brisket from inside a gas station. I I picture a slow cooker when I hear brisket. Yeah, there's a slow cooker involved. Don't. You don't know what I'm thinking, what what type of gas station brisket this shit is. Because if it's from the outside, the gas station. That's good. And that could be good. good. Yeah. We'll see this week, but I'm picking the Bills. Yeah. Okay. Bills it is. Commanders at Texans. The Commanders have won four or five. I think, I believe they're now at five and five. America's darling. The sweetheart of the league. The underdog story that everybody can get behind. Heineke is like fucking soul swapped with Kirk Cousins and he has chains on in his shirtless drinking beer on the plane. The fuck is going on? I've told everyone listening this run that we are on is not real, though it will continue. Do not worry. This will all fall apart. I'm taking the commanders. And you should. You know, this is a this is a team. That defense looks good. You're getting Chase Young back. Did you hear you're getting Chase Young back? He can only add to the ferocity of that defense behind a spry Taylor Heineke. Every week, spry as hell. Not good, but spry. Not yeah, good. Thank you. His two best plays. Uh, in the Monday night game was one, he recovered a snap that went over his head and he threw it away. Great play. The other one was he did a bizarre scramble knee in the middle of the field, which is a very rare sight to see somehow confuse the defense. They hit him late. I mean, and he, was, he got a flag. 
he was hitting Taylor. Uh, he was hitting Terry McLaurin left and right. Yeah, Every he was making professional around. football throws. Sure. <laughs> yes. No, he the he was hitting his spots until he's not. Whatever. I mean, the Texans are just dumb as hell. So. Danny, the the commanders. Absolutely the commanders. Yeah, the Texans are the sorriest team in football. Unfortunately, I thought the Colts would be, but yeah, who knows with the NFL. The only thing that's constant is the Texans will lose. This is a mirror match. This is, like I said, the, the Texans laid the blueprint for how to beat the Eagles, and the commanders are just better. And they came and did the same exact shit that we saw on Thursday Night Football, only they were just way better at it. Um, I'm picking the Texans. Wow. I, this team is riding too high right now. Oh, no. They need to be humbled. They need to be spanked. Davis Mills is going to bend this team over and spank <laughs> that ass. All right, Jamel, are you going to take that? You can't take I know that you're just a kind of a lukewarm fan right now, but you can't take that from an Eagles fan. I look, if if Dan wants to say that out loud, he can say that. Dan it's, has his own problems. Lock it in. I'm putting money on that. The Texans Put money Please. on it. Please I'm do. ready to put money. Let's make this about more money. Let's who get is the, more money. Who involved. is the Texans' $10. second receiver? Um, it's a uh, shit. What's his name? Next game, please. Nico Collins, <laughs> I think, right. is his name. Great, could be wrong. Jamel, get out of here. Collins. Uh. Okay, moving on to Eagles at Colts. Oh wow! Yeah, that's right. Oh, we have hey, to... it's America's team, the Philadelphia Eagles, who nobody believes in and no one loves, and they're perfect, and they're unstoppable, and everybody in America needs to take note of that. We both have to go play AFC South teams. Uh, the team that we have to play has Jeff Saturday as a coach. They just had a magical win over the Vegas Raiders. Convincing. And now Jeff Saturday gets to take on the 8-1, and one, or yeah, was it 8-1 Eagles. We had a bye. Um, you know, the part of me feels like, you know, that we've been exposed. They have Jonathan Taylor. They, they're going to be able to run the ball on us. Um, AJ Brown is hurt. Our Dallas Goddard's hurt. The Colts are the same team as the commanders. They're not in almost every way. And in, in many ways, you're right. This three game Texans commanders Colts stretch is kind of a little bit worst case scenario for matchup wise, but I expect a full fury to be unleashed. We finally tasted defeat. Now it's time to whip up on a bad team. I'm going Eagles 40 burger. Wow. Give me the plus two, right? You're now. not even at home, man. You're in Lucas. I don't care. Stadium. You got to travel. I Here's what this is. This is a test for Nick Sirianni. Right, you know the team is good. You know the players are good. We can all agree. Jaylen Nick Sirianni Hart- knows this team. He was Brown. their offensive coordinator for a while. He's a good, t- you know. Nick Sirianni's a good coach. Is he a great coach? Beat Jeff Saturday. That's all you got to do. Beat the legendary <laughs> Jeff Saturday, who's on a wave. I would say, uh, I'd be very scared if I were you. I'm picking the Eagles. Not a forty burger, but probably a thirty nine burger or something. I'm going to just pick the Eagles to win and not in any disrespectful fashion. It's probably going to be a pretty good game. I've said it, bless you. I've said it many times. The Colts defense is fantastic. It just so happens they're connected to 
it's like conjoined twins where one of them is dead on the other side, and that would be the Colts' offense. <laughs> but I'm still picking the Eagles. They should probably win, and I think they will. Yeah, and I'll be fine with that. The The players seem to be relieved that the undefeated pressure is gone. They didn't take that too harshly. And Look, the commanders, they were better. They should have been singing and dancing in the locker room like they were. So more power to them, but... Uh, Hopefully, this is the wake-up call you guys all said we needed. Um, okay, it'll be a forty-point wake-up call. If you want oh to yeah, burgers we're coming back alive. Jets at Patriots. Who? Yeah. <laughs> Patriots coming. Both coming off a bye. This is a wild one. This is a tough one. It is. Robert Sala has Zach Wilson and the Gang Green. Playing well, you know Belichick hates the fucking Jets. I've been riding some. I've been riding the Pats wave. I'm going with the Pats. Okay. Yeah, I with the bye week and the defense, they're going to be really zoned in on what hurts Zach Wilson. And the Jets defense is good too. I'm just I'm purely just Jones is bad. Yeah. yeah, it's terrible. I'm purely just going off home team, home game, Belichick vibes. Yeah, I gotta. I, I'm gonna hate myself when those Jets win another game, and we all love them. But yeah, I'll pick the Pats. Patriots here as well. Um, it's just the time they're at home. It's Zach is still a young, young quarterback on the road in New England. That's that's fucking. That's a tough spot. Uh, okay. Rams at Saints. One of the worst games. This is our Saints uh, from last week. The Saints-Steelers from last week is this week's Rams-Saints. Jesus. Cooper Cup is out. We don't know if Matthew Stafford's playing. Too many unknowns. I mean, you've got... And then the fucking... The Saints, is Jameis coming back? Are we going to see... I don't even think they know. I'll pick the Saints. They suck. I'm not even so gonna think much. about it. They're always they're really bad all the time. But not there... in New Orleans. Sometimes the problem is the Rams don't have a trump card at all. I mean, it, you know, they really don't have. And there's not a way you can picture like Allison, uh, Allen Robinson is the one receiver in their awesome running game. Take them to victory. Like they have nothing. Their defense isn't even playing well. I guess the Saints. Yeah, it's brutal. Um, I, where's Aaron Donald? Where's Jalen Ramsey? I thought they had blue chippers they on got every level of the ball. They, Look, it's hard. It's great. hard to come get back to the Super Bowl after you lose. It's also hard to come back after you win. But this is one of the worst title defenses I've ever seen. Usually, like the champion has some, you know, some friskiness, even if they're clearly not going to win it again. That they just. That fucking Rams Super Bowl is one of the most fraudulent. I think over time we're we're really gonna look at that team and just be like, that team sucked. I can't believe they won the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm going tie. Neither team deserves to win this game. Wow. Ooh. With the season getting this close, you're really. I mean, pulling it out feels, the... and especially if Stafford doesn't play, this could be a tie ball game. Why would anybody? This this is going to be a nine to nine tie. I'm going a 9-9 tie in this game. This is going to be 
32-21 or some shit. Taysom Hill's going to have a punting touchdown or something. <laughs> uh, okay, last early game. Lions at Giants. Uh, Lions have, like I think, won two of three. Uh, they're at least... They're not the worst team in the league anymore like they were flirting with. Uh, the Giants continue to win in completely shitty ways. I'm picking the Giants. Lions. You know, uh, you know I'm picking the Lions. <laughs> That's not going to happen, man. Yes, it is. I'm going undefeated this week, including the tie and the 40-burger. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm picking the Giants, obviously. It's but, in New York. Yeah. Yes, yes, it is. It's in New York. Detroit's not that far from New York. Uh, <laughs> I think the Lions got the juice, man. I think they got wow. something. Wow. Something juice is happening, and Dan Campbell is keying in on something. The Bears, like, you know, offensively going back and forth with them, like, they could have folded. And they didn't. They wanted. They fed off that win, that first real win that they got, and now they're on something, and they're going to beat these kind of imposter teams. Let's go. We like this. All right. We like this a lot. <laughs> Crazy, Jamel. I mean, yeah. It seems like you might have got. A I'm alone. There, but... Yeah. I'm. I'll just be alone picking <laughs> the solid ass Giants for some reason. Got you. Okay. Afternoon games. Raiders at Broncos. Uh, Danny, do you want to just delight in the AFC West misfortune of these two teams? Goodbye. <laughs> You're gone. Again, another season where people thought there was even a wisp of a chance that you could ever. You two especially. I get the Chargers sometimes. I, I said the Broncos, that. not the Raiders. Disgusting. You thought Russell Wilson wouldn't fall apart? You thought it's crazy. They have the best defense in football. It's just, just, but they're just so cursed with being awful. And both of them made some serious moves with free agency money and draft picks to get these big ticket free agents to come in here and try to knock the king off. And it's just, it's fun to watch. Which one of the two of you will win this game? It's almost. Doesn't matter at all, and yet I'm fascinated by it. Uh, I think the Broncos just like the defense alone just makes Derek Carr cry even more. Yeah, that was a tough uh, post game conference. I don't even blame him. Like, I think it was a career's worth of frustration that kind of came out, and it was passion, but it's very it, soap opery. I thought. Yeah, little, if I was his actor. teammate, I'd just be like, "The fuck is this guy doing?" Like, looked like Rob Lowe on, out there. He was trying to like nail a scene. Uh, I went back. I was clicking through some of our uh, clipped segments from uh, preseason. And there was an AFC West preview with Rachel Bonetta where everybody's gassing up the whole division. And yeah. Danny was like, Danny <laughs> was all over this and was just saying no. <laughs> Basically would not accept that these teams could be good. And, and here uh, we are. And we're about to be we Chargers. It's great. Great time. So I'm picking the Broncos in this one as well. Uh, I'm picking the Raiders for no good reason. 
Smart. The Raiders are terrible. I just want to give you guys a game back after that Giants thing. <laughs> Appreciate we'll it. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Cowboys at Vikings. Kind of the game of the week. It's at least like the tastiest matchup. It does have a, a flavor to it. It's tasty. It's spicy. <laughs> Vikings. Uh, like, we didn't really talk about... I know we had Alice on, but that game was unbelievable for my for, for me probably the best catch i've ever seen i know the defender like if he wasn't there he probably doesn't catch it so he sort of helped but it adds a degree of difficulty because the guy could have just taken the ball at any point really? and the situation fourth and 18 is unbelievable i mean and he's way- got those minion shades yeah. oh yeah I mean, the way he folded his wrist was kind of alien-like that he was able yeah. to sort of keep the ball from ever touching the ground. It was pretty pretty insane and awesome, and it was among the top catches. I just watched the uh, the Hale Murray, though, the other day, the D-hop, pretty good. D-hop in the end zone. Another great catch. I mean, there's a lot of fun high school game catches where they bobble it 70 times, and then, uh, you know, who's to know what the greatest catch of all time is? But it was great. And the Cowboys collapse, which I know you guys were watching in real time and questioning Mike McCarthy just being a complete dumbass, being scared to like kick a field goal. That was the worst because I had Brett Maher in fantasy and I lost by four (laughs) points and he was going to go for a 50 plus yard field goal. Uh, Sorry, dude. Mike McCarthy's dumb. This game is in Dallas, but Minnesota, Minnesota. Oh, well, I was going to say Minnesota's good on the road. I mean, they, you know, they like blanked us in the fourth quarter on the road and then um, pulled them stunts up in Buffalo. Shit. I'm picking the Vikings, obviously. I have to. They're They're the darlings. It's America's team, folks. I guess it's a tough one because I want to pick the Cowboys because I didn't pick an NFC East team when I picked against the Giants, and you got to have one that's not the Eagles. One of you guys is going to win, although I did pick the Commanders, so I guess I can safely pick the Vikings, which I guess I'll do. Vikings for me as well. Um, You don't say. (laughs) Yeah, surprise. Okay, Bengals at Steelers last afternoon game. Ugh. Yeah. Shit fest. Is Jamar Chase back? No. No. Jesus. And what's interesting is that the Steelers have J.J. Watt back, and that was the thing when you can get at the Bengals through their O-line. T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt. Who is better? The younger, cooler Watt brother. Why did they name them both T.J., J.J.? I mean, what these these fucking BJ. Western families? RJ, BJ, are. PJ. They're like trying to have themed kids. It's stupid. <laughs> it's a, just a awful life. Yeah, it's def- theming your kids is definitely a black thing, and I feel encroached upon. <laughs> um, so, well, I didn't know. Wasn't I just do so much of these these uh, having a good? No, I'm saying no. When white people do it, it's dumb. Why they shouldn't that, be doing it? The corn of it. The corn. 
your kids are gonna your one of your kids is gonna want to break free and he's who's, gonna he's who gonna find the first who was the first to start branding their kids was it evander holyfield because didn't he just name all of his kids evander holyfield no that was george foreman george all foreman george Excuse foreman's me. kids are george foreman they're all named george foreman grill they're all named the lean mean fat grilling machine <laughs> great invention like yeah so what a second the, act for george foreman he's yeah. the first one that i can remember theming his children where he's just like you're all george foreman <laughs> sorry even the girls are george foreman it's pretty good um <laughs> well i'm picking the bangles yeah so same the bangles Actually, you know what? Oh, second here. Give me those Steelers at home. Upset special. If I didn't, you know, the other two games, I feel like I'm going to be chalk. I needed one more bomb. Yeah, Steelers. Damn. I, I mean, look, we saw what happened in Commanders Eagles. These division games, just weird shit can happen. There's so. a recipe. It's, yeah, it is. It is. He's not wrong. And speaking of divisional games, Chiefs at Chargers. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yes. It's bolts for butts. It's back. Bolts for butts returns to SoFi Stadium. Danny, are you already camped out uh, out front right now? Do you have an easy up? You got a sleeping bag? You know, I I don't even really like going to the games <laughs> as much, honestly. Like it's, I like the views that you get. On a nice television broadcast, you have the safety of your own home or at a sports bar, nailing down wings. It's hard to eat at the stadium. The That's point true. is, I don't need to go to the game and spend $400 when I can use that to gamble in Vegas on the playoffs. So I will be saving my money and watching this barnstorming of a Sunday night football game where we finally step on the throats and nuts of the rest of the AFC West. Give me the Chiefs. You know, if the Chiefs looked bad at all, if there was even one flicker of doubt in that Jags game, I would pick the Chargers today. But I cannot. It's Chiefs. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I... I... The Chiefs still have those same problems we've talked about, but the, the, the Chargers have more. So Chiefs exactly. all around. Uh, problems. Niners at Cardinals. Monday night football. Niners continue this primetime run. Just whenever they play, it's at night, and we have to watch it. And it's boring. They're a very popular team, Dan. It's America's team, Dan. I like them. I'm a, I'm a Niner like a closeted Niner fan. Like that's probably my second favorite team. If I had to say other than the chiefs, just cause the Andy and Patrick thing. Uh, I like the Niners. I just, I don't know. There's something about this year's team where it's just like the shittier, more boring version of last year's team. Here's what's fun is, uh, I, the Cardinals, I don't know if you guys actually watched the hard knocks in season of the Cardinals. I have not. It's excellent. Oh, I did not think it would hook me in because I didn't really care that much about the in-season. I was like, look, we're watching football now. I don't need to see all this. It turns out it's awesome, and it gives you real insight into things. I knew Kyler was going to be injured this last game from watching that Hard Knocks, and I feel like I should be able to watch that Hard Knocks before making this pick. I got to know what the temp is 
in the Cardinals locker room. Also, there's a really funny scene where Buda Baker gets up in front of the, there's actually two scenes where Buda Baker gets up and does a motivational speech that everybody's like, it had us in tears. It was, it's so fucking inspirational. And it's just him being like, I'm tired of losing. I want to win, win, win. Let's win, win. He says it like 40 times. And then at the end, he's like, all right, win on three. (laughs) And then, and that's like the whole scene. It's just kind of not that inspirational. I don't know. I don't mean to insult what the players get into in the locker room. I know everybody's jacked up, but uh, give me the 49ers. Yeah, I got to pack the Ninos. Do we know if it's Kyler or McCoy? It's probably Kyler, I would say. Cole McCoy is the greatest backup in league history, though. I mean, Nick Foles would like a word, but Cole McCoy is pretty good. Shut fucking damn it. If he hadn't gone on that run. Here's what I'll say. The only reason I don't count Nick Foles as a backup is because he has received a starter's contract multiple times. Yeah, and he started for the Eagles for multiple seasons before. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That backup shit. He got demoted. He wasn't just, he wasn't named the backup in the preseason. Anyway, give me the Niners, 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 Niners. Niners. Um, All right, let's move on. This week's mailbag. You've got mail. This is why you stick around. You know, if you're this deep into the show, you're, you're here for a reason. And it's because each and every week we take a piece of listener mail and we read it on the air. Um, We have, we've received mail from former players, from former presidents, from people who are deceased. I mean, you never know what you're going to get. Danny, reach in that bag. See see what's in there. Oh, I'll reach in that bag, deep in that bag, to the bottom of the bag. Uh, All right, here we go. This is, oh, this is weird. This is from line judge Jeff Berman. Uh, All right. Hello, Dan Hardigan. Big fan of your show. Thought I'd come on to discuss the controversy surrounding the fourth quarter officiating in your precious Eagles game. But first, a little context. You see, the game really started almost 20 years ago in Riverside. A teenage boy goes to a party with his dumb high school friends, has one too many Zimas, gets a bit tipsy, maybe more than that. But because he's a thoughtless, selfish little boy... He decides that that's no reason why he shouldn't get behind the wheel and take himself home. He swerves through the back roads, certain he won't run into any cops, but he does run into someone. My wife. I told her so many times not to do her gardening at night, but she wore a reflective tape jacket and any clear-headed driver could have seen her from a mile away. But not you, Daniel. Not you. You drove away that night. And through the years, I dedicated myself to doing what it took to become an NFL official so that I might put myself in the perfect place for revenge. Just like you didn't see my beloved wife, I didn't see that face mask on your beloved Dallas Goddard. Oops. Now I've just taken back command of my life and my Millicent can rest in peace. Hope you enjoy that L while you're burning in hell. Signed, Line Judge Jeff Berman. I can't believe how patient this man is (laughs) well you killed his wife he waited 20 years to get back at me 
He had to wait for you to make your first mistake. Damn, I've been pretty buttoned up then. 20 years of just <laughs> doing shit right, living oh, clean. I love and it. He got it. And he got it all back week 10. <laughs> it did hurt. I'm not going to lie. Like this guy's plan sort of worked. It's like the, it felt bad. It's the way to get to you. I threw my hat really the only like way. in a real way. Like Kim saw me <laughs> like really kind of lose it momentarily. I was just like, you know how it get. It's like the snowball effect. Once you've, it's like the fourth penalty or fourth bad play. You're just like, it adds up. Yeah. And I just needed to explode. What was the moment where you threw the hat? Was it when the penalty was called or when you saw the replay? Oh, it was the, the moment the penalty was called against the Heineke kneel. Because oh, the kneel. Okay. It was the knee. We probably still weren't going to win. I just wanted one more drive, which I felt like we had earned. So, but that was denied. And we didn't get to see it, and we lost. So that R- part. R.I.P. to that guy's wife. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey. My bad. Yeah. I was young. Zimas are stronger than you remember. I know they're not around anymore. But... They were pretty turnt. Yeah. So it wasn't like on purpose or anything. So. That's <laughs> oh, all. then it's probably cool. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, got we're, his... we're even all, now. All square. You good? We're even. He took something away from me that I held just as precious. Uh, Jamal, do you have a letter? Uh, yes. Uh, got a letter from uh, Limerick, Ireland. Uh, hello, boys. Penis McShit here. Hmm. Well, I'm a big... Well, well, what was his name? I says Penis McShit. Hello, it's Penis McShit from Limerick, Ireland. Hello, boys. Penis McShit here. Big fan of the show. Please don't make fun of my name. It's a family name. Anyway, I'm writing in to see if you could tell me how much my Carson Wentz NFT is worth. I was told this is a good purchase. I bought it because he looks like my uncle Richard McShit. Anyway, uh, good luck with the rest of the season across the pond. Um... Thanks for writing in. <laughs> I don't know how much the Carson Wentz NFT is worth. It's got to be worth something. I mean, I could ask my wife, actually. She works in the NFT department at Wonderful. Oh. Ooh. Learns a lot about NFTs. All right. Good job. That's actually some solid info. Get in. Get in early. Can't, is there a way to bring an NFT into the real world and make it tangible, or does it only exist online? I don't know. Can, okay. I put an NFT, can I use an NFT as a bookmark, like a pressed flower? Probably. You know, just there's there's all these questions and more can be answered in the in the next 10 years for sure. Uh, OK, I have a letter. <clears throat> Let me open this thing up. It says, um, hey, it's me, Jeff Saturday. They said it couldn't be done. They said I was the worst hire of all time. But I must ask, how does my smooth one and oh ass taste? And also, how does it smell? Get in there. Get a sniff. What's the strongest part of a colt? His horse? His ass. Sniff my colt ass. I'm undefeated in my NFL career. The Eagles come to town next week? Great. I'm going to hit him with the Saturday special. Give him a whiff. And Danny Solomon, that's Jeffrey Sunday to you. 
over and out, Jeff Saturday. A lot Everybody's of working lot, for the weekend, you know? A lot of people ask us how their ass t- and nuts, tastes yeah, or smells like, on a lot this of show. Asses. Yeah, like we're not eating writer, like fans' ass. I've never. He even, does have those soft eyes, though. He's have you ever looked at Jeff's? Have you looked at Jeff Saturday in the face? So, what are you saying? Eyes connect to the ass? Like, because he's got soft eyes, he's got a soft ass now. I don't know. I didn't make that connection. I was just saying he has the wide-eyed innocence of a child. It's probably his ass. Ooh. Probably looks terrible. <laughs> no, it's he was a center. A yeah, he was a center. They got a. He's doing squats every damn day. No, nah, you're right. Damn, you're absolutely right. Might be his best feature. Other than those eyes. They're kind of nice. Um, I'll go first. Final thoughts. Uh, I held out for a long time on bringing this up because I had heard through the grapevine through one of my neighbors that at a local gym, Fabio himself <laughs> works out in a Marshawn Lynch jersey. All right. And I saw it. Get him on the <laughs> it's show. Real. Get it's this real. man. If we could get Fabio for our season finale Super Bowl extravaganza. That would that would save the show. I the question is why the Marshawn Lynch jersey? I don't understand. He's, He's probably not, a Hawks fan. He's why? getting in the beast mode. It's Fabio. Why? He's, He's a, a beast in there. He's thinking about that bird that hit him in the face. He keeps every, every weight, every weight he lifts. He's, he's thinking about seeing that bird again. I mean, it's incredible stuff. I don't know his schedule yet, but I'm going to try and see him as often as possible. Uh, Danny, final thoughts? I just want to brag for a second about my skill as a fantasy GM. I lost my first five games of fantasy and was obliterated from the playoffs basically this last week because of Brett Maher and that stupid fucking Cowboys game. Uh, my season is over, but through wheeling and dealing, I have all four of my keepers. They're all great. I got Mahomes. I got Brees Hall. I got Etienne and Kenneth Walker. Great keepers. I got three ones, three first round picks and three second round picks because I can manipulate the other people in my league into doing my bidding. Anyway, that's that. I, I'm, I'm loving it. People need to know. I'm like draft day. Kevin Costner. 2017? When did that movie come out? I think it was before the 2017 draft, let's say. All right. That's why Mahomes wasn't in it. Jamal, final thoughts? Uh, my final thought is... Those haters can't stand us. Left hands up. Who are we? The commanders. You little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I took that a little far. Don't be sorry. I'm sorry we (laughs) gave Dan Snyder... 10 more years of, of oh, we're never going to get rid. He is going to get buried at midfield. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>